Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Follow us across the social medias at Wolfpack Ninjas. Ian, we're back. Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. We're back. Yeah. I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. I'm Ian Dory. And uh, here we are. Here we are. Olivia, Vivian, part two. Everybody's excited to hear part two. I, I, I mean, look, there's not much to say. Nah, this, I just want to get into the interview and let's see what, she, what else she has to say. All right, well, let's go. Let's do it. So, okay, now you also joined us for Wolfpack China because now we've started to expand internationally. Yeah. we went to Hong Kong and did an activation there and now we're already planning next year hint hint it's so gonna is oh and it's so gonna be good. a lot bigger a lot a lot bigger but yeah. what was that like going to hong kong and traveling internationally as a wolfpack pro um i mean my first time to to hong kong and going for wolfpack i I felt so proud, Noah. I, I, I can't <laughs> lie. It was, I felt so proud. I felt so privileged and lucky because we have so many amazing pros um, and to be selected for that was a true honor and um, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for that. And um, t- to go with um, Travis and, and Tarzan was a, a bonus because they're just as monkey as I am. Right. Um, you, pr- you pretty much just – Chose the three monkeys, Noah. Oh, that's um, that was the strategy. <laughs> Choose the monkeys and then let them run around. Just yeah, just let's get some <laughs> monkeys in and throw them around. And we did. Oh, we we made use of that. But even just seeing uh, like backstage of how much work actually goes into setting up a course, and that wasn't a full course. You know, that was one made for the kids um, outside of rugby. Like, it's a lot of work and. It also gives you that appreciation of everything that goes on behind the scenes. You know, it's not just the pros out on the course doing the work. It's it's a team effort, and uh, that was cool to be a part of. But um, just seeing these locals and even people that flew in for the Rugby Sevens and they were there with the Wolfpack stuff was there. The course was lit up. It was pumping, you know, all day. And Watching these kids, it was almost, you know, they'd never seen anything like this before. They'd never tried anything like this yeah. before. And that eyed. line was was full within seconds, you know. That line, that line just went way back. And, um, you know, even if they'd get a certain distance, they would run back into that line because they, <laughs> they were so invested. They were so involved, you know. The parents were probably walking towards an event and suddenly they're now spending the next three hours at the course because their child is obsessed. Right. Um, and it was it was awesome. It was awesome to spot them. It was cool to entertain them, inspire them, motivate them and um, coach them, give them little tips um, and, and watch them hit that buzzer at the end and light up was, you know, even if there was a language barrier and they spoke no English, 
there's still there's a mutual understanding. It was really cool, really cool. So now you've been through this systematic, organized gymnastic, you know, growing mm. up, obviously you did it forever. You said you got to a point where you hated working out and you hated, you know, but, yeah. but you were an Olympic gymnast and, and to this day, you know, un- you can do a handstand that's perfect forever and you do the leg thing and it's like, whoa, you, <laughs> y'all, everybody who's listening out there, you guys got to go follow at of Olivia Vivian. It's unbelievable. <laughs> So what, what do you think uh, about Ninja is different? Why is it so fun? Or, you know, why do you, it, you know, obviously or ostensibly you, you love working out again. Um, mm. You're just an animal. And so yeah. uh, what what's different about it? Or, or what do you think it is about Ninja that that makes it such a unique fitness movement? Sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. When... I, my mum dragged me to gymnastics against my will and it was – I <laughs> fell in love with the uneven bars and the idea of swinging around like a monkey and then she had to drag me out of the gym. It was right. it was a sport. I, I, tr- I fell in love with it. I did everything. I, would, I wouldn't go to p- birthday parties if training was on. I was absolutely just head over heels for this sport and I was for many, many years. Even when I first moved into elite gymnastics, they told me I'd be too tall when – they told me I'd never win any medals and I wouldn't get very far in this sport. But to me, that flew over my head because I didn't, I didn't care. I did it because I loved it, not, you know. But then I, I had, I created this Olympic dream and I saw those rings up in the gym and that's where I wanted to go and that's where I wanted to be. And yeah. I started making world championship teams and it became realistic. And I went through the experience of, you know, being number one on the uneven bars in the country and I was there for five years and, you know, it, I got complacent and I got lazy. No one was taking my spot really. And it was that, it was that laziness and doing the bare minimum in training that actually I missed out on the world champ team right before the Olympics. So the year before the Olympics and I was 18 at this point and, you know, didn't know what I wanted to do and got a boyfriend and, you know, you just, you're going up with these, you know, the forks in the road that you do and, so for me, I, I loved it and I was passionate about it for, to, until a certain point. And then, and then I felt like I was training for the goal. I wasn't training because I loved training. I wasn't training because I loved the sport. I was training and going to practice for the Olympics, um, which is, is fine. It was, I mean, making that team, having my name called out as one of the six members is still to date one of the wow. most amazing feeling. And I will tell you this situation. I will tell you this story. Yeah, yeah. We we had our national championships, so all the gymnasts in Australia go to that, and then they windle it down into their finalists and they, they cut it down to 12 girls and six girls got selected onto the team. And they took us to Canberra, which is the capital of Australia, and it's just pretty much a bush town. Yeah. Um, but that's because Sydney and Melbourne couldn't decide, so they created this town in between them called Canberra. And um, <laughs> they had the Australian Institute of Sport there. They took us there this week of training. Now, this is an environment no friends are allowed to show up. Your family can't watch. It's very closed off. It's pretty much the girls, the coaches, the judges, the FIG, the officials and the national coach 
Um, and so there's six get spots on the team and the whole week you're sort of looking at everyone else and in your brain you're like, oh, she's good, she's good, yep, okay, okay, and you're figuring out this team, all the sorts of teams in your head, but really it's just five other girls and yourself because you're always on the team that you're picking. Right, right. Um, you know, and you're supposed to be focusing but you're sort of looking at the other girls and then they did two competitions, on the on, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And on the Saturday, I actually, in my floor routine, I fractured my navicular bone in my foot. Oh, no. Um, I didn't know it was broken at the time. I just knew that it hurt. Um, and for me, you know, I'm an uneven bath specialist. Yeah. Um, and you don't really need your foot when you're swinging around the bars just for landing and stuff. So yeah. that was that. But I pushed through it on the Sunday um, knowing it was it was very sore, um, but I made my bar routine and I did essentially I did my job and then they made us wait about six seven hours and they announced the team that night. So that wait those hours felt like years. They were excruciating and I I trained eleven <laughs> years. I trained eleven years for this moment. I'm, yeah, for this moment. And then you know I, they took us into this gigantic theater room. And it was just 12 of us girls sitting in these seats. So nerve-wracking. It was like a big amphitheater and um, no one else is in there. And the, um, you know, the head of Gymnastics Australia is announcing the team one at a time. So I'm sitting there and the first girl gets called up. The second girl gets called up. The third girl gets called oh, up. Oh, no. <laughs> the fourth girl gets called up. Right. And I'm... I'm I'm sitting in my seat and, you know, people get butterflies. I had bloody dragons, mate. <laughs> I, bloody dragons in the stomach. I love it. The, the fifth girl got caught up. Oh, really? At that, wow. At that point, I was contemplating all this training and all these years and I was sitting there and I felt absolutely sick, sick to the gut and the sixth name got caught up and it was my name. Wow. And it went from the worst pit in my stomach to the best feeling I've, you know, I can remember from memory. And later I figured out, uh, no, they announced it alphabetical by your last name. Okay, but. right. <laughs> so, I was not thinking that at the time. Right, so it was, right. You know, it was an incredible goal. But, yeah, it does it's, – it's very strenuous and it's hard to get there and it's a lot of hard work and it definitely fizzled me out. But – um. It was Oregon State Gymnastics when it went from, in Australia, it's very individual and I, I feel like it's a very selfish training and um, you know, the Australian mentality I felt was just to make the team, Noah. It wasn't to win the Olympics or anything like that. It was just to make the team. So it's a different mentality until I moved to Oregon State. And the first year was definitely adaptive. Um, learning to be a part of a team, like a real team. I, I learned what team meant there. Uh, it's not just a bunch of individuals thrown on a team. It was, um, yeah, it was, in, it, it was incredible. And their training there was so fun. It was, I felt, we trained from 12 to 4 in the middle of the day and it was my favourite time of the day. And I had not felt that in a very long time. Um and the, it made me fall in love with the sport all over again. But returning back to Australia, um, returning back to that environment, it it crushed me. It just took, it squeezed everything out of me. And 
um, yeah, it made ultimately made me hate exercise. So well, and at the at the on the other side of that story, of course, <laughs> there were there were six hopes and dreams that were crushed, and people who had worked really hard for probably most of their lives, and they had to go they had to go through that uh, on the other end, and and you were totally. You know, who 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 knows? Uh, I'm sure everybody was really qualified uh, and must have been incredible. I'm sure those are really tough decisions for the the judges. Um, mm. So, you know, and and that's something that we all have to deal with in life on on the road towards success, on the road towards these milestones and accomplishments. Uh, whether it's getting on American Ninja Warrior or getting to stage two or whatever it is that is your personal. You know, for you, it happened to be like going to the Olympics, which is this massive, this massive mm. kind of thing that everybody, uh, when they're kids, is like, oh wow, you know, and and not even point zero 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 one percent of us uh, can can realize. But everybody has has setbacks and whatnot. Now, now, so from gymnastics, now you've gone to ninja, and yeah. and what. What is it? Are you finding similarities or differences, or what is it <laughs> yeah, about you're right. ninjas? It's, yeah, that was the original question. Now I'm, I, it was, I got wrapped up in my story. No, 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 but this is perfect. I love that story, and and yeah, this is okay. awesome. Keep going. Okay, okay, it was let's an experience, but yeah, ninja. I, I, for me, anyway, it's it's turned back into realizing actually the love that came for the sport came with the people around it, mm. um, like Oregon State. It it brought back that love and so with ninja i find it's not just the sport it's the community oh it so is yeah it is and you know everyone that hears us talk about it is like you keep talking about this community this community and until you experience it and you get into ninja and you get into the sport and what it's all about then then you understand and it's you know it's going to the gym and you're not just training but you're training with your friends you're training with this support crew around you and yeah. giving your support in return as well you know it's a give take scenario like for me the ninja academy was what made me love ninja yeah. i you know i missed out on the show and i was like this is something i feel like i can do if i train for this i know i can get up that wall but it was going to Ninja and they just, you know, they had no idea who I was and no, they had no idea I was an Olympian and they didn't care. Um, and, right. you know, so I just, I went in there, no expectation and they just, you know, they could see me failing and they'd give me help. And then in, like, I would see other Ninjas that are brand new and they don't know how to swing properly, that that movement's new to them. So you, you give your advice in return and, Eventually, we became a training group, and you know, then we're creating silly challenges, and it just it it snowballed from there. It was um, it really is the environment um, around Ninja, and you know, something when I first grabbed that wall in training, um, <laughs> yeah, when you first lock your hand on it, and I was shocked. I was like, I'm sticking, and it was yeah. that accomplishment that feeling of training so hard for something and accomplishing it yes and there's all these there's all so different good. obstacles that feel like that and right. ninja has so many and there's so many opportunities to work hard for something right and accomplish it and feel that and tr it took me bloody months like it took me months and months <laughs> and i you know like you walk out of that gym 
every time feeling defeated. I felt defeated. I felt like all that. And sometimes I would get worse. I would like not get as high on the, on the wall as the day before. And I feel like I'm going backwards. Um, and so it was frustrating and, and yes, but, you know, pushing through, um, trusting in the process and finding, you know, if something's not working, finding new ways because everyone is different and um, some things are going to come easier and some things are not. Um, so for me, I have like these little chicken legs that don't like to run and <laughs> I, am not, I am not a sprinter, trust me. I, um, so, but upper body is more my thing. So, yeah, it's working on those tough points. But that's, that's what I love about Ninja is the feeling – the opportunity of feeling it can give you. It's so much fun. And I think that's mm. what that's what's great and that's what creates for me as a as a doctor, you know, seeing yeah. seeing people become really I, I don't want to say the word obsessed or addicted because those are kind of negative connotation words, but becoming so in, infatuated, in love with with mm. fitness through ninja because it's fun. You know, it's not yes. like it's not like going to the gym and, and running or lifting weights or something, where, or you know, or doing the same thing over and over to condition your body. No, it's totally. like I have no idea how Olympic swimmers do it. I mean, staring at that black line, no, <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't. I don't care, you know, if they made waterproof headphones and you had music. No, I just, you know, it is. It is about that <laughs> right. fun. It's you're so right. You're so right. I'm so attracted to it. It's so applicable to other things because now you can do backflips in – well, this was from gymnastics, I'm sure. But as a ninja, you're finding ways to use your ninja skills you know, through social media to do backflips in, in, uh, in hotel rooms and grab blankets and put them over yourself. And, <laughs> you know. That was so much fun. And that, that process though, now, like the process, I remember um, Tarzan and Nicholas was on his laptop and Honestly, we were booking a an like a room, and we booked this room because it had three beds in a row. Now, like as ninjas, you just get comfortable with each other. It is what it is. We specifically chose this room because it had three beds. Now, when we got into the room, Noah, it's actually two beds and this dingy little spring fold out thing that could break at any moment. So right. it was very deceptive. It was very, it was false advertising now. But anyways, I remember Nick was on his laptop. Um, Tarzan was um, yeah, doing that and um, Trav was on his phone. And I remember, okay, I'm going to, I've never tried this backflip like sheet cover thing before. And I was like, it's, I'm going to try. I'm going to try now. So I tried on the good bed. There was the goods and there was the bad and tried. And it was scary. It's scary to learn and especially to attempt the first time. Yeah. Um, but I got it. I got it. And once you got it, you're like, that's super cool. It's super fun. And then um, Tarzan finished his stuff on the laptop and then he got up and, again, going through that fear process of doing it for the first time. And then he eventually got it and, it was all really cool. And then, you know, Tarzan and I could do it synchro. Like we, we nailed it synchro. Yeah. And then Travis. Then... <laughs> yeah. There must have been so much laughing and fun doing Travis. this. Oh, my God. So it took a long time. Like we spent, I think, half the morning just watching Travis and coaching him and teaching him and because – 
once you've he does a backflip in a very different movement and it's breaking that habit and breaking that cycle to make this work um but once like oh my god he just did one and he backflipped so high and landed like pretty much on his face and I lost it laughing like some people, most people are really compassionate and they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? I can't help it. I grew up on Australian, like, funniest home videos. Right. I just love stacks. I love them. Um, so I lost it. But um, seeing Travis pursue and pursue, he was so persistent. Like, when he started, I won't lie, Noah, like, I was like, this is not, it's just going to be Tarzan and I in this video. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, but no, this is not happening. <laughs> but he was so persistent. He's like, no, I can do this. I've got this. And it was very scary watching him sometimes. But then he got it. And then he got it consistent and was comfortable. And then the next choice, the next decision, Noah, was like, all right. Who's taking the dingy bed? <laughs> who yes. who right. has to go on the dingy bed? And we're like, oh, well, um, you know, Travis had to have a good one because he's just learned it. You know, we actually don't know what's going to happen when he throws it. So, right. all right, Travis has got a good one. And then it was Tarzan and I. It was like, all right, you know, we couldn't do the paper, scissor rock. And we were like, all right, Tarzan, come on come on, you got to do it because the girl has to be in the middle of the video. Like, you know, it would look better if it was guy, girl, guy. I'm trying everything I can to convince him he had to take the dingy bed. It wasn't working. But he, he did. He he got he stood up on that dingy bed. He did like a couple like practice bounces and he's like, no, nah, I can't. It's not going to happen. It's not. I'm just, it's going to break. It's going to break. And I was like, okay, fine. I would do the dingy bed. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God, a whole new fear factor in itself. And I just I just looked at him and I was like, right, we have one shot to film this. Right. This has to be a one shot wonder because I'm not sure what's going to happen to this bed because with something like that, it's something you need to commit to. It's a move that you can't half because that's what causes injury. So I was like, I need to commit to this. Full fear, like I felt the fear, but I just had to do it anyway. And um, yeah, created epic video that Tarzan edited um, with music and slow mo. And it um, honestly, it has gone viral around the world. And I'm yeah. so glad because just the process of learning that and and collaborating as a team was such a memory. And such so memory. now now building all that up for anybody, and I'm sure everybody who is listening has seen it, but if you haven't, you need to go to at Olivia Vivian on Instagram. Yeah, it's somewhere down there. I'm sorry, you're just going to have to stroll through a whole bunch of other crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's honestly, it is, it's worth watching. We're all, the boys are shirtless. I I said I wanted to go shirtless, but they wouldn't let me. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, man. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and then we all have our, like, our matching um, pie movement um, Wolfpack Ninja pants, which were made specifically for the event. And oh, uh, right, I've actually, right. you know, from that video, I've had so many people actually send me a message and go, where do I get some pants like that? Where, do, where are those pants from? So, Travis makes them. Um, Travis makes them. He's, it's a good, um, he's a genius, absolute he's, ninja genius. So, and we have another podcast with Travis and another podcast with Tarzan. So go check those out. And obviously, uh, on on Travis's page, you can on his profile page, you can 
go to his uh, his brand, his company, Pie Movement Ninja, and and order yourself some of the best ninja yeah. pants in the, they in the are world. So comfortable, and oh, like amazing. when you when you when you talk to him, and you notice actually, uh, Travis is always upside down as well. Like I said, with the three monkeys. Um, but when you talk to him, it was the, the pants were inspired because he goes upside down so much. And, you know, anyone that does handstands notices that you have to take your phone, your wallet, your keys out of your pockets <laughs> right. and then go up. So, right. it, you know, these pants came from that inspiration of, hey, I'm going to make good pockets in pants, comfy pants that you can go upside down in, you can stretch in, and they're going to have zips. Yep. They're going to have zips and you can keep your stuff in there and, it's just snowball from there because the, yeah, his I know his company is expanding with um, a whole new range of stuff like shorts and tights and and t-shirts and um, yeah, it's a great great quality stuff. Yeah, we're gonna start trying to sell uh, some of his stuff in our pro shop. You know, we have a new Ooh, pro shop and cool. it's really cool. So uh, we're we're oh, talking please. to him right now and and Good. so those yeah those Wolfpack Ninja pants need to be in there. Yeah, so they are like universal. Whether you get the Wolfpack pants or not, I mean, yes, you, totally. these ninja pants are like they're amazing. Yeah. And he gives a, a, a pie percentage, three point one four percent, to to charities and whatnot to build playgrounds yes. for kids. It's it's so cool. I, I it, yeah. we could do a whole podcast <laughs> just on that. So we totally could. Yeah. <laughs> so Olivia, for all the kids out there, all the ninjas who want to grow up to be Olivia Vivian, what advice do you have for the kids out there? Sure. Uh, for me uh, personally, what I've learned um, is <laughs> one: be persistent, uh, be relentless, and work hard. I find that um, you know we all go through the struggles, we all go through those moments and those tough times, and we all want to quit. And um, I just find that that hard work and that work ethic is really, is really important. I wasn't ever the, mo- I wasn't the most talented. Um, you know, I, I was, didn't have the body shape for a gymnast. I was too tall and I had that, but I was persistent. My thing, I showed up every single day in the gym. Um, and so it's that work hard, but then I think, cause I've gone through the period of putting the wrong things into my body and experiencing how my body felt eating the wrong foods and mm. drinking soda and, and eating, you know, processed and it's, it's crap. Yeah. Um, to horrible. going to, to this, you know, movement of fueling your body with the right things and really experiencing how much energy it gives you, how much clearer your mind is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it brings that positive energy throughout everything. So, you know, obviously I'm not someone that denies myself a treat or anything like that. Trust me, I will eat chocolate like nobody's no, been, I know. Me given too. a chance. Me too. But it's, <laughs> you know, it is a, it's a treat thing. And when you, you know, when you put the right things in, you get the right things out. So what are the right, I, I, what are the right things for you? I don't know. For me, um, I think meeting Ben as well helped helped a lot because I started caring more when I'm cooking because I'm trying to impress the bloke, right? Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
but for me, like I, I love fruit and veg. And growing up, I wasn't a big veggie person. I would eat anything put in front of me because we weren't leaving the dinner table until it was gone. But right. Now I, I really love what you can do with, with a lot of veggies and stuff like that. And um, obviously high protein. And I don't shy away from carbs, um, the healthy carbs. And uh, for me personally, I do not drink soft drink. Um, it's yeah. I yeah I I don't even I don't touch it. Um, I'm very much a water or fresh juice or smoothie and and stuff like that. So I think that's a big one. I feel like people can start with. You know, if if they are on this diet or this unhealthy movement, I guess like just cutting out those processed sugars is just a start. You just need to start somewhere. I wouldn't right. recommend going and cutting yourself off and trying to do everything cold turkey and right. go on this health movement because it's, it's not. It's just going to fall straight back. So it's, it's just starting with the small things, I think, Noah, and just you know one thing at a time. I agree. I love it. Let's let's just ask you one more question. And you've been so so generous with your time. These have been two incredible episodes, and I think uh, a lot of people have learned a lot about you and a lot about uh, the sport of ninja and where it's going. Where do you see the future of ninja, and what do you want to see happen? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm hoping that what I want is what I see. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So, um, you know, um, obviously, <clears throat> I've fallen in love with this sport. So for me, what I want to see is that it become a sport that lives throughout the ages. Yeah. Um, it's going to evolve naturally um, into what? We don't know yet, but um, I want to see it move further than just the TV show. And I, I truly believe it will. Um, you know, I'm, I was 27 when I got involved in Ninja. And at that point, I'd, I'd experienced so many things already and I have a, a lifetime worth of experiences already and never would I have guessed that I stumbled across this sport that changed my life. So for me, I'm, I'm hoping that people... You know, they might see it on TV and go, oh, that's too hard or I could never do that. I'm not capable of that. And so I would I would love and what I hope for is for some of those minds to change and just start. Just try something new. Just, you know, even if you are watching something online or on the TV, like in the ad breaks because there's always bloody commercials. Right. Just do, do some push-ups, you know, like – turn the ads into a, a, a little challenge in itself. And so I'm hoping that it Ninja creates this movement, um, not just towards health, but um, people stepping out the box and trying something new because if I'd never tried it, I never would have fallen into this pathway that I am. So for me, I, I just, I truly believe and I know that it's going to head towards a sport. Um, it's just, it's too amazing not to. It's, it's, Ninja fever, we call it down down under in Australia. So currently, the the country has ninja fever, and I know the world does as well. Well, Olivia Vivian, we love you. You're amazing. We're so proud to have you as as one of the Wolfpack pros. Uh, we want to encourage everybody to go to the the Wolfpack website, check out Olivia's profile, uh, DM her. 
you know, check out all her Instagram. Go follow her at Olivia Vivian, and uh, we'll have tons of video and all kinds of uh, Olivia stuff for all the fans <laughs> out there uh, on, on, on the website. It's it's so exciting. And cool. uh, Olivia, you're amazing. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. We love you. Yeah, thank so much, Noah. And I I think as well to any kids listening as and and adults, um, you know, everything can snowball in a positive direction. Um, but we're all just be very conscious that we all have the down moments as well. And there are misses and there are silly mistakes you make and it, it, that's the process of life and, um, you know, it's it's working through that and, and getting back onto that positive and learning learning from the mistakes as well. So I know that that sport teaches all of us that because um, it, it's one of those things I think we have mutual respect for one another. But I am, I'm so excited and so grateful to be a part of this Wolfpack Pro member team. So thanks, Noah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you, Olivia, and uh, oh, you're awesome. Keep it up. <laughs> Cheers, biggies. <laughs> Jeez, it's it's amazing to hear people's story and just how you know she's she's an Olympic level athlete, and the dedication is just insane. It's it's hard to understand mentally. Yeah, and that story was so like I was on the edge of my seat. Uh, they had to pick. Out of 12 finalists, you know, she'd been training for 11 years and she's this uneven bar specialist and she's waiting to hear her name chosen out of, you know, and they're down to the last, uh, you know, only six make the team and they go through five people and she's the last one to get called. It's like, my heart is just like, I know, I I know. It was such a good story. And I, you know, I wanted to ask you because you're like a, a World Cup competitor climber ian and and have i mean have been and so you're you're used to that level of competition and now a climbing is just starting to go to the olympics or whatever what what would it what would it mean to you to be selected for an olympic team holy cow i mean i've been selected for the u.s uh, world cup team for bouldering and it's a huge honor you yeah know, it's, you just feel like you're representing your country and to be at the very, very top or the, at the Olympics, it's hard. I've been selective. It's hard for me to put myself in that position and be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make the Olympic team. It seems it seems like not like a fantasy, but it would be a lifetime of work to, to get there. Well, and Olivia, you know, she said even at one point it became about the goal of being on the team and it wasn't about the fun that she first had in gymnastics. And so, you know, she came here, she trained at Oregon, uh, in Oregon at the university up there and found her, found the fun again. And so it was cool to hear that uh, about how they trained there and, and then about how kind of stringent it was selecting the team in Australia. Um, yeah. And it was all about kind of the team and, and it wasn't necessarily about winning the Olympics, but it was about making the team. And then now she's found Ninja and it's like, Boom! She's let loose. She's like this wildfire animal uh, of of radness that is just kind of taking the the ninja world by storm. And she's having like all the fun that was bottled up for years and years and years <laughs> that she wanted to have, but went into this like hardcore, serious training for gymnastics. And now she's yeah. just letting loose. You can just tell she's free. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, once you get to the level of wanting to be the best, you know, best and make the Olympic team, I'm sure it's similar to being the best doctor. It's like, oh, yeah. you have to do the things that you don't necessarily consider fun. It's all the your weaknesses and, and making those your strengths and taking all the different technical aspects in every area of your sport and mastering them. Right. And that's not always fun. <laughs> so Olivia, we're going to be seeing so much more of her. She she came with us to Hong Kong and she spoke about that. That was so cool. Of course, there's so much left to do with not only uh, and left to hear about not only with Olivia Vivian's story, but with the Wolfpack story and the way our stories have kind of become intertwined. We're so proud to have her as one of our team leaders. Uh, she's such an incredible, vivacious uh, Olivia Vivian, she's she's yeah. wonderful. And if you want to connect with her, you can get on our website, make a free profile, and you can talk to really any of the ninjas that have a profile on there, and and show us what you got. You can post videos. You can tell us about you know your running and your training. You know we want to hear from you how you're changing and making a difference in your own life uh, to become a better ninja. Absolutely, and I think that's the tip of the day. Is it's pretty simple. Just take your own life. And shape it the way you want to. Take control of it. Be that person that you want to be. Become your own hero. Become your own superhero. You got this. You can do this. We only got one shot. We only get one life. So that's exciting. Have, have fun with it, man. Olivia Vivian. I'm like, it's. I wanted to keep going, you know. But that was part two. She's wonderful. We'll we'll have to have her back in. She's unbelievable. Yeah. No. There's there's still there's more to talk with her and. I know she she did some other crazy ninja stuff, and we'll we'll have to bring her back on. Yeah, check out the show notes for sure. They're they're awesome. We've got videos. We've got links to her, to basically everything Olivia. So become a super fan. I'm a super fan. It's hard not to be. <laughs> no, she's she's so awesome, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm just excited and honored to have her on the team and have her. On the show, uh, Ian, we're pretty lucky to be able to interview all these unbelievable people. Yeah, no, we've surrounded ourselves with awesome people. So, Yeah, and so thank you so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. We're the first, the brightest, the original <laughs> ninja podcast. That's right. Uh, there may be others out there, but uh, uh, we, we were here first. And uh, we, we love all the fans out there. And hope to see you at, at an event. Stay tuned because we're going to be having announcements soon. For the rest of the Wolves, I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. I'm Ian Dory. And thank you guys for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. Ow! Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. Across the social medias at Wolfpack Ninjas.